Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. The Heat just couldn't make a shot in Game 5 against the Celtics. Colin Kaepernick may finally get a shot to play again in the NFL. And the Eagles are the second best team in the NFC East, allegedly. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. It was supposed to be Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2022, and somehow a game from 1992 broke out. Pat Riley would be proud, at least until the third quarter when the Boston Celtics doubled up the Miami Heat in the third quarter to pull away and ultimately win a 93-80 game in a pivotal Game 5. Joining me now from Locked On Heat, Wes Goldberg and Wes, it it feels, I think, from, from the Boston side that, that this was the moment. Um, that third quarter mm-hmm. was the moment. Uh, why were the Heat not up to that moment? Well, it just feels like this team is running on fumes right now. Jimmy Butler is dealing with this knee inflammation, and he clearly just doesn't have anything left. That Jimmy Butler, who you and I talked about being perhaps the best player in the playoffs maybe a week ago, these knee issues have cropped up, and they have really drained him of that star power that really lifted the heat to this point, right? And um, when he is getting outplayed by the uh, the other team's star, I mean, that's just a bad starting point for Miami. Butler, 13 points on 4 of 18 shooting tonight. Jason Tatum, 22 points on 7 of 20 shooting. It wasn't Tatum's best game, but he still outplayed Jimmy Butler. And then you kind of just go down the list, and Miami's shooting 32% overall, 15% on their threes. Um, and that just sort of caps off what has been a really bad uh, postseason of shooting, especially from distance. And Jimmy Butler's heroics have been enough to basically carry them through even bad shooting nights. But without Jimmy Butler's heroics tonight and the three-point shooting issues persisting, that he just simply had nothing left. Credit Celtics defense where you have to give it. But I thought that he actually got some pretty good looks. Like, they got the looks that they wanted. Um, they just couldn't really make them. And that's sort of been the story for them. So this was the number one seed in the regular season, and and they were able to, you know, make it through on guile in a lot of cases because they had injuries all season. Jimmy Butler was not 100% all season. So what is it about this, this roster, the way it's constructed, that has not allowed them to do in the postseason what it was able to do in the regular season? Well, you know, this is a team that really relies on role players. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker. Like, name name the role player. This team has gotten so much out of these guys, and that's really part of Miami's story all season, is getting so much out of these guys. But you get to a certain point, and maybe the point is the Eastern Conference Finals, where that talent begins to show its ceiling, right? These are undrafted guys. That, like there, there is a ceiling on their talent, and you go up against a really talented team like the Boston Celtics, and that stuff starts to show a little bit. The Heat just don't have that other guy. You know, you have a lot of teams constructed in a way where if one star is, is limited or even is injured and not available, another star could step up. That's not really the way the Heat are constructed. It's Jimmy Butler and, you know, all-stars – all-star caliber guys like Kyle Lowry and Bam Adebayo, but not a star scorer the way that Jimmy Butler is. And when he's not going and all these role players start to show their faults, uh, you get what you got tonight. 
Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, it's been almost six years since Colin Kaepernick played NFL football, but yesterday he got a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or the under. For example, the points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in download sleeper now to play their new over under game on your mobile phone join our locked on sports today group at sleeper.com slash locked on today and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars again go to sleeper.com slash locked on today and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details i love brownies and i also love the spoon at the end in the batter just cleaning out the bowl yeah i'm just no no, i'm I'm okay i'm just cleaning out the bowl imagine if you could have that flavor but it'd be something good for your body something healthy for your body well you're in luck because built has a new creation the brownie batter puff that is i mean think about that for a second it is protein infused marshmallow with that incredible flavor of brownie batter and built does the flavor part of this better than any protein bar maker on the market it's the best tasting protein bar ever it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar but it still is low in calories high in protein and low in sugar it's the perfect pick-me-up for any day go to built.com to get brownie batter puffs now that's built.com with the promo code locked 15 Hey now, and you'll get a 15% discount on that order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. In one of the craziest games of the Stanley Cup playoffs thus far, the St. Louis Blues beat the Colorado Avalanche in overtime to survive one more game. So, the Blues won. Um, holy crap. One of the most incredible playoff games I can remember, not just from the St. Louis Blues, but in all my time as a hockey fan. The Blues were down 3-0 in regulation. It looked like all hope was lost before Vladimir Tarasenko started a rally. The Blues tied the game at three before immediately giving up a highlight reel goal to Nathan McKinnon to go down 4-3 with just over two minutes left. It seemed like all hope was lost once again, but then who but Robert Thomas having the game playoff game of his career ties the game up with 56 seconds to go and then in overtime Tyler Bozak the most unsuspecting overtime hero scores on an absolute clap bomb from the point to make it four five four blues we're going to a game six in St. Louis never count this team out holy crap what a win let's go blues see you guys on Friday for game six A Nevada judge ruled in favor of former Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden on two motions Wednesday, opening the possibility of a jury trial on his torturous interference claim that the NFL and Commissioner Roger Goodell collectively leaked Gruden's email to force his removal on October 11th. Judge Nancy Alf denied the NFL's motion to compel arbitration as well as the league's motion to dismiss the case outright. 
The suit will now go to trial unless a settlement is reached. The NFL said in a statement given to multiple media outlets that it planned to appeal. The Seattle Mariners had high hopes coming into the year, but after a series loss to the Oakland A's, they find themselves in last place in the AL West. The Seattle Mariners are an unmitigated disaster at this point. This is Tidane Gonzalez, host of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Mariners lose their series with the A's two games to one with a 4-2 loss on Wednesday afternoon in a game that I said on yesterday's Locked On Now was as much of a must-win as any late-made game could possibly be, and quite frankly, they did not show up for it. There was no offense to speak of. There was no fight to speak of from this team. This team right now is downright sorry. Let's just say it. It's embarrassing and, frankly, unacceptable what is happening right now on the field, night in and night out, relative to the talent on this roster. And yes, there are glaring holes on this roster, but they are too talented to be losing series to teams like the Oakland A's in the fashion that they did, and to be in last place in the AL West, which is where they are after this loss. Thankfully, they have an off day tomorrow, so we get a breather from this crap, and I suggest to Jerry DePoto and company to do something with their off day to help get this team back on track, because again, this team is too talented to be nine games under 500 and in last place in the AL West. And speaking of last place, the Cincinnati Reds actually got a win last night, this one at the expense of the Chicago Cubs. Joseph Daniel Votto. Well, the Cubs didn't really want to see him get a cycle against them, so I guess they're just not going to pitch to him. But whatever. Homer, triple, three RBIs. Beautiful day for Joey Votto. Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. Here to tell you about how the Reds stopped the losing skin in a pair, and they got a win against the Chicago Cubs. Luis Castillo looked amazing for five innings. Some reason was pulled in the sixth. I get it. He had 94 pitches, whatever. I would have liked to have seen him got the shot at the quality start. But Joey Votto is looking phenomenal and looking like he's going to continue where he left off last season now that he's healthy and he's back going. Here is another story you need to know. After insisting for years he still wanted to play football, Colin Kaepernick finally got the opportunity to work out directly for an NFL team, the Las Vegas Raiders, giving him that chance in a personal private workout for the team no contract as of yet with the las vegas raiders joining me now your boy q from locked on raiders and q why now for las vegas because he's been around for for quite a while now saying hey i can play i can play yeah, the good question is, is why is now, right? That That's a great question, and I don't know. I don't know what made now the right time. Obviously, there's a new regime here in Las Vegas with uh, Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, and obviously Josh McDaniels is the head coach. Owner Mark Davis has already signed off on, hey, if the new regime, the football side of things, thinks that he could be an addition to the team and help, then, yeah, they have my blessing. He said that five years ago. He's doubled down on that a couple, like a month ago. He said that as well. But nobody had said, hey, Cap's coming in for an interview, Cap's coming in for a workout and anything until the news popped on uh, on Wednesday about that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, the the timing, but I think it's great. I think it's something that that this uh, this team should do. They should pursue him because, I mean, he's been out of the game since 2016, but we know that he should be healthy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, he should be healthy being out that long. The question is, what does he have left in the tank because he hasn't been playing? But uh, I think that it's a good thing that they're bringing him in, at least at the very end of the day to kick the tires on him what is the football position that the 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 Raiders find themselves in at the quarterback position Derek Carr is is in the building he has 
uh, a new toy with Devontae Adams, his old friend from Fresno State. But but why would this make sense from a football standpoint from the Raiders if they were to do it? Well, Derek Carr, like you said, he's a starting quarterback. Uh, the last couple seasons, they've had Marcus Mariota, and they always wanted to uh, put a, a Mariota package out there where he's out there on the field and uh, potentially, you know, helping out in the red zone or third down, you know, maybe a, a moment where you see him sneak the ball. And he did a little bit of that in 2021. Well, Marcus Mariota's gone. He's now with the Atlanta Falcons. And right now the backup situation in Las Vegas is it goes Derek Carr. Then there's Nick Mullins, who at one time was uh, a starting quarterback for a quick minute. He, he filled in as a starter for the 49ers. He played in Cleveland for a little while. Uh, he's a quality backup. And then you have Jarrett Stidham, you know, and Jarrett Stidham, the Raiders just traded for from New England just the other day, not too long ago. And uh, he's got experience in the Josh McDaniels offense. But just from an athletic point of view, Kaepernick could bring a lot to the table, I think, just with his running ability alone. But then, all oh, by the way, he's got a strong arm as well. So I think that Josh McDaniels could get creative with them. If we remember, he did have Cam Newton in New England. And they did pretty well. You know, they, they actually were a couple games away from uh, going to the playoffs with Cam Newton. And so uh, he knows how to use a guy with that kind of ability. So that's why I think that he can implement him into the offense if, in fact, it does work out and, and, and they do sign him. I'm not saying that they're going to, but if they do sign him, I think that there's definitely plenty of room for him to go out there and play and participate. What do you think about the idea of this as a cultural touchstone for Josh McDaniels to say, this is the team we want to be. This is the organization we want to be. And we want to stand for And him trying to set the tone with something like this. Even if, you know, we, he's not going to go out and win the starting job. We don't think. Right. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, and I think that the Raiders have always historically stood for, Whatever, you know, what I mean, like stand for, hey, we don't mind hiring a minority head coach. We don't mind bringing in a woman as a CEO. We don't mind if Colin Kaepernick had stuff to say about, you know, uh, racial injustice. I mean, because, hey, this is the organization. It, it, it makes all the sense of the world. If the Raiders were to sign them, everyone would say, yeah, that makes sense for that organization. I thought that a long time ago. I actually was hoping that the Raiders were going to go ahead and bring him in uh, as a potential suitor to be the, the for him to be a backup quarterback. That was before they went and got Nick Mullins and before they traded for Jared Stidham. So I I thought that the ship had already sailed, but it, apparently, you know, they're still kicking the tires. And so I'm OK with that. Again, I don't know if they're going to sign them or not. It depends on how the workout went and, and how they think that they could use them and, uh, you know, what they think of just everything. The, you know, the media circus that will surround the signing of them, at least early if they were to sign them. But I, I think that, you know, the Raiders would be would be a perfect place for him to play. And of course, that uh, that jersey would sell like hotcakes as well. So that's another element to the game. Coming up, the Philadelphia Eagles have had quite an offseason, but they're not the best team in the NFC East. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. Sticking with the Raiders, here's a look at the odds to win the AFC West, according to Bet Online. Kansas City Chiefs, they remain the favorites at plus 160. The Los Angeles Chargers, right behind at plus 240. Broncos, right behind them, plus 260. And the Las Vegas Raiders, plus 575. Also, the Raiders' chances of making the playoffs per bet online, plus 175 for a yes bet. Bet online where the game starts. The Philadelphia Eagles have had a slam dunk offseason and look poised for a strong 2022. Peacock and Williamson look at the moves the Eagles have made and see a team that will finish second in the NFC East. It's looking like you have a tier right in here between Arizona. We've talked about Arizona and Minnesota. San Francisco, the next two teams above them as well, New Orleans and Philadelphia. That is a that is a solid group for you in the middle of the NFL. Half of those teams are going to be in the playoff teams, and half of the teams are not if it goes as you see them in these power rankings. So that's that's why this is a really interesting cluster. 
uh, cluster for me. Yes, and I'm going to even take you nailed it. But San Francisco, New Orleans, Philly, and Dallas to me are their own tier, and I think you could shake those four teams up, put them in a bag, whatever they came out. I'm I can live with. I would call them the NFC's upper middle class. You know, the, the ones before that to me are the are the high class society. These guys are the upper middle class. That if a couple things go well. Namely, Trey Lance. I mean, that's why they were. That's the reason they were Lance the last last there. Is I, I don't the quarterback concerns me even more than Winston right now, or even Hurts. You know, I mean, and that's why Dallas was one of that group. They have Dak. You know, and I they, I think Dallas has more holes than the Eagles, Saints, and Niners as currently constructed. But the world seems to be sleeping on Dak as a potentially top five quarterback. And and Dak wasn't all the way back. Dak. I don't think he was yet, at all. At least right. last year. So, uh, yeah, I think there could be a better version of Dak. I, I do like Dallas above those teams. And, you know, it, you just have no idea what it's going to look like with Trey Lance. They could, they, they could go off uh, or it could be like, oh, he's not ready yet, you know, and, and he's a really young player that, that played one year of FCS ball and played a couple of te- games last year. I think he's going to be okay. I think yeah. he will be at least Jalen Hurts ish. From last year, but Jalen Hurts could take a step from what he was last year and still be ahead of him. And it's funny because yeah. Philly, New Orleans, San Francisco, they were all vying for those last couple of wild card spots in the NFC last year. And they're grouped in here right here. And, and I don't know who necessarily got a lot better than the other this year either. So it's going to be interesting. And it's probably going to be a quarterback tiebreaker. Trey Lance being the big unknown. And, you know, which one of Hurts or Winston steps up and, and is healthy for a full year and takes a step and be, becomes a guy or or proves to everyone, oh, yeah, he's probably not the guy. we got to move on and find another quarterback. Yeah, and I think Dallas has the least complete roster, if we're not talking quarterbacks of these groups. You know, like, is Smith their first-round pick going to be a plug-and-play player on the O-line? And what if Tyron Smith gets hurt yet again? And the receivers are a little in flux, and Zeke is going backwards. And, um, and I think the defense has – seven good starters you know and some really good ones but Dak puts them over the top I want to be outraged I want to be outraged for Gino Camilleri and Louis DiBiase the hosts of Locked on Eagles but I have to say I I need to see it with Philadelphia with Dallas I know what I'm getting out of Dak Prescott I know what I'm getting out of CeeDee Lamb. I know what I'm getting out of Micah Parsons. And I know what I'm getting out of Trayvon Diggs, even if it is a roller coaster ride. I know that Dan Quinn is a really good football coach. I don't know those same things about the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know what I'm getting with Jalen Hurts this season. A.J. Brown presumably helps, but how far can he take them? Can they be a playoff team? Sure, they were a playoff team last year, but can they win the division? Can they be a 10, 11, 12 win kind of team? Sorry, Gino and Louie, I don't see it. And finally, the Miami Heat, like so many teams, held a moment of silence for the victims of the tragic mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas that took place on Wednesday. Unlike other teams though, Miami closed the moment of silence by urging everyone in attendance to call their state senators to demand stricter common sense gun laws. They even provided the phone number to call. The Heat are trying to affect change, not just offering thoughts and prayers. You love to see it. And if you want to affect change in your community, go to www.senate.gov to find the contact information for your senator or call the Capitol switchboard to be connected to your senator at 202 224 31 
2-1. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA. From the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals, Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up tomorrow, can the Mavericks push the Western Conference Finals to Game 6? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. Thank you.